guys, what is good? This is Morgan Mueller coming at you with the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. We actually have each of these episodes begin as a YouTube video. So if you would like to watch the original content on YouTube, search my name, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, on YouTube, look for the Joy and Hope logo. But otherwise, thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Hey guys, Morgan here, bringing you another episode of Joy and Hope. Today, I want to talk a little bit about how it's really easy sometimes to get stuck in a rut. Whether that's in our normal, regular, everyday life, like an exercise routine, or at work, or things like that, but also how we can really get stuck in a rut in our spiritual lives as well, and how one simple thing can turn all of that around in an instant. But before we get to that, as always, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Totus tuus Maria ego sum, I am totally yours, Mary. All for the greater glory of God. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. (laughs) So, it's really easy for me to get caught up in the disappointments of life. When you get your hopes up for whatever reason and then they're just crushed. Or when you make a plan to do something and you're really excited about it, it, super motivated the first moment you make the resolution and then minutes, hours, days, whenever it is, at some point later... It just all feels like it falls apart. There are so many instances in life where it's just really easy to like get down. Get down on yourself. Um, focus on the negative parts of other people, etc. Life is hard. And as human beings, we tend to focus on the negative rather than on the positive. No idea if this is an accurate statistic. And I may have heard it wrong. But I really... I think I remember like when I was in high school, I was on a retreat one time. Um, and if it's not the exact number, just imagine this with me. The speaker was like, psychologically, it takes 13 positive experiences to make up for one negative experience. And even if that is not accurate, I know in my life, it sure as heck feels like it is because I can look back on my day when someone asks me how my day was and I can name like two negative things that just set me off and that like made the whole rest of the day feel horrible. But if I look back on my entire day and start naming the good things, it's insane how much the good always outweighs the bad. But it's just how we look at things. So today, I want to talk about 
If you're stuck in a rut, whatever the rut is and you know what it is in your life, I named some examples. Maybe you have a totally different scenario going on. Whatever it is, if you're stuck in a rut, here is what I want to encourage you to do rather than stay in that place. I invite you to rejoice. And I want to give a simple example of that before I go on. For the past several weeks at Mass, I have just been getting really down because I love singing. I love singing. And ever since I was little, I've always loved singing at Mass, especially. I love getting out the hymnal, depending on the hymn, um, and singing with the rest of the congregation. I just love that communal aspect of singing. It is such a powerful form of prayer. And this weekend, this past weekend and the weekend before it, I was just overwhelmed by how much I missed singing because of the pandemic. Where I live, there hasn't been congregational singing in months. And this past Sunday at Mass, as I was kind of getting down about that, I thought, you know what? Morgan, remember the two months where you couldn't receive communion at all or go to Mass in person? Like, just thanks be to God that you're here at all. And I was like, you're right, you're right, self. (laughs) Um, And at the end of Mass, I was just like inspired to stay and pray a little bit longer. And I had grabbed our church bulletin and was reading through through some of the reflections and like looking at different announcements in the parish and just totally out of the blue in one of the boxes, it was labeled congregational singing. And I was like, what? And I looked down and it was like starting next Sunday, whatever date, congregational singing is coming back. Everyone just has to make sure they wear a mask. But if you want to sing along We encourage you to download the worship aid or whatever. You guys, I cried. Literal tears started streaming down my face because I was just overjoyed. It was so unexpected and it was just like, you are so good, God. You are so good. Like, I hadn't prayed about it. This, was a, this has been a desire on my heart, but I, I didn't even like think to ask the Lord to like bring singing back. He just did. And I cannot tell you guys how excited I am for Mass this Sunday and to be able to sing again. There were a lot of other moments in that same day that were difficult or trying. But I kept returning to that moment throughout the day. And I was like, I am just so happy. Like, I'm just so happy and so excited for this. And even if it seems like a little thing, the Father has loved me in that moment in such a real way, which was affirmed through the gift of tears I had in that moment because St. Ignatius of Loyola always said, tears are a sign that the Holy Spirit is at work in you. 
And I want to invite you into this practice of reflecting more on rejoicing rather than the disappointing things that go on throughout the day. And a simple way to do that that a good friend shared with me this past week that has just really radically been changing the way I perceive my life and receive the love of the Father is doing a daily examine. And I will be the first one to say that I have heard about doing a daily examination of conscience and it tends to stress me out because for me, I like tend to overemphasize the part about like what I'm sorry for throughout the day or my sins and it kind of makes me feel stuck in a rut because I just feel like I'm never growing in virtue or getting better at anything because I'm tending to focus on the negative. But a really good friend pointed out this past week, she was like, the point of doing an examine, what, like whatever time of day you do it, whether that's at night before you go to bed, whether that's a few hours before, whether that's in the morning and you reflect on the day before, as you go into the day, whatever it is, really taking time to examine your life And she was like, it's not so much focusing on the steps that are laid out in doing an examine, but receiving the love of the Father in your reflection. So I'm going to give you the five steps that she talked about and really, again, emphasize the point of it. So in doing the examine, it allows you to look back on your day through a lens of love. The love of the Father. So the first step is just quieting yourself and entering into the loving gaze of the Father. Invoking the Holy Spirit. Asking Him to enlighten you and to see your day and yourself through His eyes. and Through the eyes of love. And then that leads into step two, which is a prayer of thanksgiving. Just looking back on your day and noticing what rises to the surface to thank God for. So for me, rejoicing in that moment of, I get to sing at Mass this upcoming Sunday. Thank you, Lord, for this completely unexpected gift. Or thank you, Lord, for this adorable little boy that helped me remember what having treasure is really all about. Thank you, Lord, for that delicious meal that I cooked tonight with my friend. Thank you, Lord, that I don't have coronavirus. Like, whatever it is, like, that rises in your heart Just pray that prayer of thanksgiving and notice how you tend to become calmer, quieter, more joyful when you reflect on such things. That leads into step three, which is review your day, which goes a little bit deeper because In those moments, you allow the Lord to bring to light whatever stirred your heart really strongly during the day. 
and it might be the same things that you thanked God for, and maybe you reflect a little bit more on those instances, but maybe there were also some really dark parts of the day where your soul was really hurting, where you felt far away from God, or you were sad, you experienced a wound. Whatever it is, praying with that honestly and openly with Jesus is so important. Because it's only in bringing to light, again, through that lens of love, that we can clearly see our lives for what they really are and our circumstances for what they really are. Especially if some of the hurtful things happened in like the heat of the moment, whether that was an angry argument or what have you. And my friend was saying that an examine, a typical examine, it's really good to have it be maybe 10, 15 minutes. Personally, I set a timer sometimes just so I know how long it's been because she was really emphasizing like don't feel the need to go through every step. She gave five. We're on three right now. She was like, it's not so much about getting through the steps as it is just receiving that love of the Father. And that really happens in those first three, those first three steps and phases. So that's why I like to set a timer because if that natural experience of prayer takes up the 10 or 15 minutes, then I stop because it's good and it's perfect and I've experienced that love. But sometimes it goes a little bit more quickly and you might end up getting to step four, which is a hope-filled, or excuse me, a love-filled um, like act of forgiveness, like asking God to forgive you because maybe something that came up when reviewing your day was actually something that you did wrong or failed to do good. And it's asking God for forgiveness for that. For me, if anything like that comes to mind while I do the examine, I will get out my phone and in a notes column that I have labeled confession, I'll jot down whatever I told God that I was sorry for, and I will bring that to confession in my next confession. That also helps me because something that I do not particularly like about confession is when I don't feel prepared and I wait until the last second to do an examination of conscience, like the day of confession, and that stresses me out because it's usually a long list and I'm just like, oh, have I done that? Have I done that? Have I done that? And whenever I do a daily examine, it just helps me keep myself more accountable. And that way, if anything like arises from the day, I can write it down. And then I don't have to try to remember it a week or weeks later when, I'm tr- when I want to go to confession. But I'm just like, what did I do again that Tuesday three weeks ago? That's step four. And that's only if 
you naturally get to it. Because again, if we tend to focus more on our sins rather than the love of the Father, we aren't going to be able to receive that love as fully because we're not going to feel worthy or like we're getting better or that like God is helping us make progress. That's what the first part is all about and why it's best to focus on that. And then if the fourth step naturally arises, great. And then step five is a hope-filled resolution. And that is just based on whatever came up during your prayer, looking back on it all and being like, okay, Lord, how can I take this and move into tomorrow in a more holy, grace-filled way? So for example, for me, there was one day where I remembered a conversation I had with a friend and how I totally forgot to ask a question. Like I totally forgot to ask my friend a question. Um, So it wasn't like it was a bad thing, but I was just like, oh, we got like so caught up talking about whatever it was that I completely forgot to ask this question. And I've just really been meaning to ask, like follow up with them about something um, in their life. And so I was like, okay, tomorrow when I talk to them again, I want to make sure that I ask this question and see how they're doing with this situation. And if I hadn't looked back on my day, that might not have happened. So those five steps, again, if you're interested in doing this examine, which is really, really focused on rejoicing in the love of the Father every day and the gifts that he gives you. Um, Step one would just be to enter into his presence, invoke the Holy Spirit, and ask him to help you to see your life that day through the lens of love. And then step two, prayer of thanksgiving. Step three, reviewing your day a little bit more deeply. Where was your heart most stirred? Step four, a prayer of, or excuse me, a love-filled act of forgiveness, just asking the Lord to forgive you for any, yeah, anything you did wrong or failed to do good during your day. And then step five being the hope-filled resolution. There are tons of other ways that you can examine your conscience, but if you're feeling stuck in a rut, rejoicing is definitely a good way to get out of that spot, that sticky situation. And especially if you feel like the rut that you're in is because you're not making progress in an area that you would like to, looking back on your day through that lens of love will hopefully help you to see more clearly where the Lord is actually calling you to respond to him. All for the greater glory of God. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. If you liked this episode, please make sure to give it a thumbs up. If you are listening to this episode as a podcast over on iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud, I encourage you to please leave a review and a rating because that will help more people discover the Joy and Hope podcast on those different platforms. Um, Otherwise, yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, awesome. Please make sure to like the video, comment below what was 
most helpful for you and maybe which step of the examine, if you try it today or tonight, sticks out to you most clearly. I hope this helps you guys and to see you all back here again soon. God bless. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, we would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing Joy and Hope full-time, bringing you the inspiring creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.